The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. For you, Mr. Unlimited, it's the Avs' entire season in jeopardy. Michael Porter's minor setback, and Embiid is eliminated from MVP contention, all on a timeout taking, Tiger returning, Role Play Wednesday edition of the program, Jake and Zap. Let's go. Oh, my goodness gracious. What it do, babies. Let's go. What it do, baby. Got a good one today. Zach in the studio hanging out. He's got the cool hat. Got donuts for the guys for a little fuel. They're looking a little pale and weak. Needed to fuel them with nutrients. There's nutrients inside of donuts? Oh, yeah. These ones there are. There's a couple things inside these donuts. <laughs> Why don't you eat this one, Jake? I'm not touching these donuts. These aren't supposed to be cream-filled. <clears throat> 303-831-1340. How's that donut treating you, Zach? It's great. Young, I, I poor college. So well-treated by my um, higher-ups. Let's it, go. It's great. Let's go, you young, poor college kid. Let me grab you a couple canned foods on the way out as well, a little Top Ramen, okay? Well. My employers treat me well. <laughs> I am so happy here at Mile High Sports. Uh, you're funny. Okay, so got a good show today. Got a little bit of everything. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, after Miko took a dirty shot at mid-ice from a um, real SOB, threw down for a little fight, probably about uh, got the guy's helmet off, a couple little shots. Uh, here's the crazy thing. Went back and uh, on Twitter, guy replayed it in slow motion. He drives the guy to the ice down on the ground as like kind of to end the fight. McKinnon puts his arm around the guy's head to like, I think, protect him from cracking his freaking head open on the ice. And what happens? McKinnon has maybe a season ending hand or wrist. I think it's a wrist. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, upper body is the... Avs would say injury, which might cost him the entire season. So in defending, in defending Miko, uh, the best player in the world might have cost the entire team a chance at a Stanley Cup. It sucks. I think he's hurt. I think he is too. And this is the problem when your star gets into you know these scuffles. You know you got to have your certain guy for that. And you know McKinnon. He, he's not afraid to scrap, but I would much rather have somebody else doing that. <sighs> Me too. Uh, but in honor of the Avs and the fastest team to 100 wins, like the fifth fastest in the history of the National Hockey League. In honor of them, I had to rock this. Vintage logo athletic Forsberg piece. Let me show the camera this right here. Take a look at this. Zach. Ooh, that is looking good. Throwback. 
The flexing, maybe not so much. Oh, this old thing? <laughs> You're not going to see this What's in the streets. Hey, Culture Street. Oh, 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 Zach with the Nordiques classic. A classic Fresh. never dies. Damn, we got a lot of the same kind of taste, style, sophistication. boy, my man. Look at him. Hey, look at us. Right? Hey, who would have thought? Not, not me. You know, so uh, that's really good. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah, but Culture Street, eat your heart out with this piece, boys. No, Andy, this one's not for sale. Oh, oh you wish you could take this <laughs> off my hands. Uh, you don't got enough sup Supreme or Bape stuffed that it would take to get a jersey like this. But, uh, yeah, man, um, sucks for the abs. We'll talk about it. We'll see what kind of updates we might have. Um, maybe we'll try to get Mike Chambers on the show. Does he have a commitment to another station? We used I, to be friends. I don't listen to other stations. <laughs> so I wouldn't know. Me either. Screw him. Uh, okay. So what else? Tiger Wood. Tiger. Hey, sources are telling ESPN that Tiger just played 18 holes, a full 18, at Augusta National. Oh, he's back. Does he play this this Masters, or is he just out there in support of his buddies, his golf old golf buddies, and he's just getting a practice round in, you know, hang, hanging out, you know, catching up with the old guy, seeing if he still got it. You ready for this? I'm ready. <clears throat> We're back, baby. Tiger plays at Augusta National. It's yeah! like, why wouldn't he? Well, you know, if his body's up for it, he can go flame out and not make the cut, and he's that's likely to happen. But it's basically like his home course. It's, I mean, like once you're, you know, an old man golfer, you really just play, and you know, if you're a former, you know, major winner, and you have an exemption to play in all these majors for the rest of your life, you just play in these kind of tournaments. So it's not like unheard of, and it's not like it's not a big deal if Tiger didn't play one single tournament before the Masters, which the it's like here, like the Masters is here. Hello, friends. You know, so uh, does Tiger play at Augusta National here? When's the Masters? April seventh through April tenth. Dang, CBS is working, right? Yeah, that's you hooked. I love the Masters. It's a tradition unlike any other. Just like my birthday. It's his. Birthday, yay! That's when your birthday is. Saturday, it's that Saturday. So wow, yeah. I watch the Masters with my pops every year. Oh, that's cool. We got a couple texts from the guy who only texts about the abs. Yes, he says it worked. McKinnon's broken hand is a nightmare. Yes, it sucks, but an amazing win for the abs last it night was. in Calgary with a ton of injuries. No doubt about it. Um. Man, it's like not fair. You know what I mean? Like this was the Avs year. And say he comes back at some point, he won't be right. If he's got a broken hand, if he's got a real wrist injury, and then on top of it all, he's like the best player in the whole world. So we're going to rush a guy back who is not ready with like an injury that, you know, we don't want costing him 
a back end of the next seven years, which we are expecting to you know be a couple more MVPs and a couple more runs at a Stanley Cup. So I mean, you got to be a big picture thinker sometimes, and I wouldn't try to rush a guy back. Hockey guys, they're the toughest dudes. They are the most baddest ass toughest dudes on earth. They are badass. That is when you get your chicklets knocked out and you come back like minutes later or like don't even come out. You're like, here's my teeth. Hold these. I got to finish the shift. You know? Right. That's badass. That is badass. So you know, I, I, if if it is a broken hand, I just wish it was I done. think it's a wrist injury, well, according it, to my uh, medical op- opinion. Well, if it is a broken hand, I wish it would have been pummeling somebody's face instead of yes. you know falling on the ice. I love that. I love raining blows upon a man's skull. Another right by McKinnon. Another right by McKinnon. Another right by McKinnon. <laughs> he threw a couple in there that weren't really. It was like chill mo's. Or was that uh, Connor? I think that was Connor. I guess we'll never know. I should know. They're former colleagues of mine. <laughs> Do you even know that Altitude fired me? No, they didn't fire me. How I'm could you? Hey. Oh, oh, okay, Altitude. How can you fire me, Altitude? Jake, you ready? When, when I, I already, already quit. quit. No, I already didn't. <sighs> no comment. See the Deshaun Watson stuff? Ooh. You're creepy. Have you heard that meme? Yeah, drop. You're oh. creepy. It's that's a ugh. when you hear it actually, you know, like the deposition. Did you see any of that? It's like, oh, oh no. Do it with me. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. We'll talk about all the creepy stuff on the other side. Brought to you by Pleasures. My Sports. I'm so curious, but your boy wanna keep it cool. But I know every time you move, I was feeling down about what happened to the app. So usually we play sad songs on a day like this. But Jake knew I needed something to pick me up and to pick us all up. So he went with this little number. Nice choice. What do you think? Are you back on it? We back? Uh, I never was on it. No, no, we're back, right? We're back. Let's go. Yep. Let's get this, Jake! I can tell you're a girl dad. Hey, boys! I'm a girl dad! Hey, girls! Doesn't quite have the same. All right. I'm feeling a little bit better after that. But then I fall sinking back in. Uh, do you think McKinnon makes a miraculous uh, come? He, he, Hills miraculously. Is he sleeping in that chamber right now? That Michael yes. Jackson and Terrell Owens sleep in? Yes, he's in the chamber right the hyperbolic? now. Hyperbolic? Right. And I think that maybe the Avs can win a couple, maybe one series without him. Okay. And he comes back at the late end of round number two and right when they're on the brink of elimination for the uh-huh. fourth straight year 
in the second round, down 3-1. He comes back, and they advance. When do the NHL playoffs start? The last NHL postseason went from the 15th of May, 2021, through the 7th of July, 2021. Damn it. So May 15th-ish? Around there. Hmm. That's a long time away. Right? Or uh, March. Was last year different because of COVID? I don't know. Let's see here. Let me check the schedule out. Could you show me the Avalanche schedule, please? Here's the upcoming schedule for the Avalanche between tomorrow and the 29th of April, 2022. Thank you. Uh, Well, they got a lot of games left. Okay. Okay. Maybe this season isn't over. Yes. Well, I'm seeing till the end of April. April. And that's probably it, right? So how many games? There's, There's 74, 14, and six. So I'm crunching numbers here. Boop, boop, boop. I think they played 67 games, according to my calculations. Um, 82 games. This is the rest of the schedule right here. So May. How fast do Bones Hill in a month? <laughs> what do you think? Probably not. Uh, it depends on how bad it is. Middle May comeback? I think he can. They have to win uh, the first round series against, I don't know who. What are you thinking? First round, let's look at the standings here. Okay. Uh, so they're the one. Okay. They'd probably have to play. Coyotes. I'm look- Coyotes, oh, right? Oh, yeah. They still have a team? Yeah, they're... Oh, yeah, no problem. No, they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, oh. They're, they're just at the... Oh, that's at, just in the bottom of the central. They're at the bottom central. of the central. Oh, so I'm looking at, let's see here, 81 over here, 79, 76. About, it'd be like the Stars... Or the Canucks, or Jake, the Golden Knights. Oh. oh, that's not what we want. No, it's not. That'd be the worst case situation. It'd be the Golden Knights right now. It'd be the Golden Knights right now. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wait, yes, it'd be the Golden Knights. Or only eight teams make it, right? Yeah. So it's Dallas. No, no. There's okay, so the Avs have 100 points. They're the one. Okay, the Wild, uh, the Flames are the two with 88 points. The Wild are the three with 86. Predators four with 82. Uh, Blues and Kings both have 81, so that's five and six. 79 points for the Oilers. That'd be seven. And then the Stars, like Jake said, would be. Number eight. Hey, we'll take, well, you know, that's no problem. Revenge time? The Golden Knights, I don't want any part of them. Yeah. I don't want any part I of them. I mean, they guys. don't have Flurry anymore. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, I just don't want it. Don't want any part of those guys. What, are you scared? No. Get a lab. Did you call me yellow? Okay, Uh. so yeah. Okay, let's move on from the ass. Michael Porter Jr. has having a setback from his back surgery. Just when we gave a little glimpse of speck, a piece of salt of hope that uh, we dropped into the hope well yesterday, like he could come back, yeah, we hear that he's had a setback from a uh, 
Yeah, it's been from a couple weeks ago. Um, probably when they were talking about him coming back a couple weeks ago, he tried to go, had the step back, and now they're probably, they haven't said it, but they're probably planning on shutting Michael Porter Potty Jr. down for the rest of the season. Yeah, I like mean. we kind of thought. We didn't really th- when this whole thing first I never thought happened, he was coming back. Right. I never thought he was coming back at all. Right. When it first went down, you're like, oh, another back surgery? He's he's done for the entire season. No doubt. The fact that we even had a glimmer of hope that he was coming back was surprising. Uh, but for Jamal, uh, on the other hand, it's a little bit different. Uh, if he's able to return at maybe at the end of the first round or in, at the start of the second round, coming off the bench, that might make a difference. But Michael Porter Jr., I think, is done. He is for this season, that's for sure. Um, uh, it just it's tough because I always think that you know you got to how you spend the money is, it re- really matters, and they're so tied down to Michael Porter Jr. now that this is like something they're going to have to kind of suffer through and deal with unless they're willing to take. A hit on what they perceive as value to be. But if you want to be realistic, a hundred dollar stock that was in a hundred bucks and it's been down to sixty might never hit a hundred again. Probably won't. And they have to accept who and what Michael Porter Jr. is now. And that might mean a trade with the Wizards where you can get Bill, but you got to take another bad contract along with it. Um, you know, you just don't have any leverage. Um, he does still have some value. There's some value for a young and talented guy who is as uniquely talented and skilled and gifted as um, any guy in the league. And he's got youth on his side, I guess. I guess. You know, like anything, I believe like any, yeah, I, I, there's probably four or five general managers who still believe Michael Porter Jr. has a chance to be a very, very, very good player. But it's like Zion. You know, they're probably every team in the league is so fascinated by him at first. Um, then it you know, starts to dwindle. You start to get the health concerns, the um, the big body, the um, how, you know, how dedicated is this guy to keep his body right? Big bodies like that, man, break down easy. You know, easy. Larry Johnson, you know, guys like that, they um, – they break down their bodies because they're so they're so violent on the court. So we we think MPJ is out for the rest of the season. Is Zion coming back at, oh, at no, all? There's no, no chance. No, nah. they're like back in the mix. I think they've but, had a good little second half of the season. They're a good team. They're in the playing. They got um, not only did they add McCollum, they got Valachunas. Valachunas from um, in, this, in this last off season. Brandon Ingram. Uh, they got Ingram, who's I think one of the best scorers in the league. You know, top twenty scorer yeah. in the league. Uh, can flat out fill it up. You add Zion to that mix, you're you're cooking up something. I think that's a nice. Uh, in it's, theory, it's not a big three, but it's it's it, a but three. It is, <laughs> and in theory, you know, it's you know dangerous. You know, so do we have some the? No, so uh, the hotline uh, it was a, a machine. It said your Google subscribed. Uh, I don't know. I just hung up. Uh, right after what that. do you mean? I was expecting that call. Oh, sorry. From Google, man. Oh my god! I've been waiting for like a month for that call. Should have gave him. What did you tell him? What did the... I didn't tell him anything. I just hung up. Uh, but you should have gave him your new home number. Oh, seven, two, oh, three, eight, three, three. Oh, fifty-four, eighty-seven. 
Hold on. If that's true. I think you got the 833 wrong. I don't want to say it aloud to everybody now that it's a real everybody number. Everybody knows your number now. Um, You're going to get so many calls. Watch this. Dang, Jake. If I nailed this, this is a game changer for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh. You blew What did it. I say the last four were? Uh, five, four, seven, eight. Got it! What did I say yeah. the first three were? 720. I did? Yeah. Oh, it's 303. I missed half of it. But the last four? You blew it! Now you see the power of those last four. Yeah. Five, four, eight, seven, uh, seven, eight. I got five, four, seven, eight. That's a nice final four. Just like five, four, seven, eight. Boom. Duke, Kansas, Villanova, it is like and that. UNC. Chalk. Rock chalk. Jayhawk. Oh, nice. Okay. Let's bring Zach in studio, live in studio, for our Mr. Unlimited update. Uh, what we have look uh, forward to, kind of the immediate look forward to stuff with the Broncos. The draft is how long away? How long is this draft away? Should I ask Siri real quick? When is the next NFL draft, Siri? I found this on the web. Thank you. Uh, Marm. It's right, April 28th. Let's see how 29th. good Jake really is, guys. Hold on. Obviously, I'm not very good. So, okay. Enjoy the music for a second. And April 28th. Look at yeah! you. All right. One month away? I'm not going to get too crazy about it yet. Give me a week or two. We'll talk about it. You know? Yeah. Especially now that the Broncos don't have a first round. I don't pick. care about draft picks anymore. F them picks. F them picks. Yeah. Find McVeigh. Or who's the general manager? They tagged with that? Uh, George I, Payton? No. No, someone else before that. Now it's like they're saying George Payton should do that too. It's like the Saints general manager. F them picks. They have two picks. No? Did I get that wrong? Where did F them picks come from? Less need the uh, uh, Rams general manager. That <laughs> Loomis yes. is the uh, cap wizard guy who's just like, ah, we'll deal with all the devil. Go. Who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. All right, let's go to break. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Zach Seegers on the other side. It's my What's up, gang? What's up, gang? Getting this money. Getting this money. this Back in on a role play Wednesday edition of the program 303-831-1340 hotline go fast energy drink text line in the second hour we're going to have Zach come up with a couple different characters for Jake and I to again act out um Juilliard uh you know I don't know if you knew um you know we do we're here right now but we don't do traditional sports talk radio per, per se. se what we do we consider performance art and we just happen to specialize in sport but also you know if we need we have some acting chops so um we're gonna compete and let the best man win you know what i mean it happened to win very often but i'm also very good no big deal i couldn't do it without you jake someone's got you know someone's gonna finish finish second someone's gonna finish first and vice versa no big deal so you know i don't want to put any kind of pressure on zach but i have a pretty impressive streak going um but zach how are you buddy 
I'm doing great. How are you, Dan? Good. How? What are you working on? Um, tell me a couple of things. You know, mention a podcast that you got. Oh, mention some stuff. Do all that. Yeah, got a podcast coming up. Uh, uh, actually, a Twitter Spaces today. So if people want to drop by that and engage live, I know I've you're, done that. Yeah, yeah, you have. I'm people a fan. People love calling in. It's it's great. I'm so, a fan. I tried to get on. You got me on live on the air. I was like, yeah. hey, uh, first time, long time. Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> Hey, Jacques. Uh, but no, it was you guys. There's some good banter and discussion, and that's like a cool thing that Twitter offers. Absolutely. And that's it. Yeah, it's like radio on Twitter. Find that uh, on Twitter at 530 today. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. Got a lot of content coming out in regards to the draft, you know, because the Broncos, even though they don't have the the primo picks. They three top 100 picks. They, yeah, they've got those top 100 picks, and they have to fill out this roster with some draft players. So uh, Damn, it's kind of really crazy to, to think it, they have three top 100 picks still. Yeah. After, you know, the Russell Wilson stuff. So it's like they got kind of some capital. They're going into this draft, it being like a real draft. It's not like the Rams who have the, a, a fifth round and a seventh round pick. They're trying to find out of these three picks, two guys to come in and play and contribute almost right away. I compared, I said uh, the other day, we got to find a John Mobley and like an Ian Gold, some like young guys who can come in and play along veterans and actually contribute and help to a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. And I feel good about the Broncos' ability to do that. This is a year where you kind of wanted to trade back. The The top 15 talent, the top-end talent in the draft isn't great. What's really great is the mid-round talent. There is is incredible depth in the mid-round yeah. areas, and the Broncos are going to be able to take advantage of that value. Should we trade two of these three top 100s and maybe move back up to get a pick to where it feels like, wow, this guy, we had him valued as a mid-first we got him at the top of the second, or we got him, you know, some, you know, snuck back into the late first with a team, gave up two of those top hundreds and maybe one late round pick to get the 30th or 29th pick for a guy that, you know, is, is, is there anything to that? Or do I, you just, for me, you got to let it play out. I don't know, you know, I'm prepared for that. I might have talked to a couple teams about that situation, what it might take, but I go into the draft like anything could happen. How true to your board are you going to stay, I guess? You know, it's up to them, your team. I think that's a great point, but yeah, I think overall trading up is very unlikely when you look at Peyton's philosophy, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. Um, uh, I don't know if I'd do it, but if there's an edge or a tackle you absolutely love falling down the board, I think the Broncos have to leap on that. Let me ask you this real quick. Huge questions. Um, let me ask you this then. So it, say in the process, you're two for one. Mm -hmm. Um then, you know, there's three guys who are going to draft in the top 100 who are all going to make a million bucks. Yeah. million and a half bucks this year. This yeah. year. You have to pay them that money, okay? So what if, in theory, in your consolidation, that million and a half you're not paying to the third guy is some veteran flyer is kind of what that turns into, in a sense. So you have to keep that in your mind or in your back pocket, even, in the sense of, like, and also, this team is talented now. How many young guys can even kind of make this team? Yeah, I, uh, you're not going to see many young guys in major contributing roles. I think that's an excellent point. I think there's a lot of areas, and Peyton's done a good job shoring up positions where it's not like, oh, that's that's a black hole, that's an absolute void. Um, but there are still major needs in terms of depth, I think. Like, Nickel Corner really needs uh, uh, players that can contribute um, because – 
you're probably going to suffer an injury there. Kwan Williams has missed a game or two. He hasn't missed a lot of time, but he's missed a game or two almost every season of his career. Um, you need help there. Also, they want to play a lot of dime, uh, so they don't really have a partner for him there except for Hussain Bassi, who did not play a snap last <laughs> year, and the year before was an undrafted rookie. So don't put no, too much I never, faith in that I, guy. I, I love him like, oh, well, this guy. Know, we got this better. guy. No, but it's a funny one. Like, It's like a fan thing. Well, we have this guy. I'm like, the guy who's never played a damn town in his life, or the guy Jamar who, when he Johnson. was on the field, was um, uh, not, I always confuse Alberto and Michael Ojemudia. Ojemudia. It's like you know, people are like acting list like this guy was had done something. You know what yeah. I mean? And like you know, nothing against that guy, but it was just like you know, he it, had a great game. He had a <laughs> great game against the Chiefs, but it's like it's funny. He, he only played one game last year. Yeah, I saw some people saying uh, on Twitter this week that he was going to steal Ronald Darby's starting job, and I'm like, whoa, give me a break. Whoa, he's a he's a promising cornerback. Yeah. Four, and in 2023, he might be starting opposite Sertan, but I would not uh, bet my life. Do you know what I like is that um, there was a little bit of talk when Jerry Judy wasn't at. Uh, the first throwing session with the whole team, all the guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Judy's like plays that game on social where he's like saying things without saying things and all that kind of stuff. Then he kind of said he was having like the birth of a child. Right. Isn't that what it was? He was at a hospital uh, and there were the, the balloon was like, um, love you, mom, or something like that. And so the speculation was either his, mom was, his, his mom was in the hospital or that it was for his partner but who he had just given birth to a kid. He could have yeah. just came out and clarified, except like he kind of uh, like loves and likes that attention. But what I'm saying is just what now days later, we see Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy like, I don't know, man, like I want to believe that's Russell Wilson's backyard or something. It is. It is? It is. That's his backyard? It's all part of his facility. I'll send you an article. There's oh, my a, uh, God. It's uh, like, I, once I saw it the second time, I was like, well, where is this place? Yeah, there's a Russell Wilson's uh, oh, so cool. private quarterback coach or whatever, not through the team or whatever, yeah. the guy he works with, um, uh, talks about how he always has those sessions with players or whatever. They painted it to look like a Broncos field and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, they do it every year, and he talks about how all the receivers that come in. For him and Judy to come just, in. They're, they're like kids in a candy store. Is. Wilson has basketball courts and like all the nutritional, like everything an athlete might want yeah. to do training camp. But then he's also got all the fun stuff that wouldn't yeah. be a team. But facility. that squashes all the nonsense of, oh, what's Judy's problem with Russell or Russell's problem with Judy? You know, I, I just kind of really liked it a lot. And then. Um, and it looked good. It's dumb. It's like nothing. It's like we're just doing it. It's just like for fodder. And it's just. You know, that's what social media is. It's not dumb, I guess, but it's just like it doesn't necessarily mean anything yet. I'm like, oh, oh ready? I'm like, oh, oh, right? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. And he does throw a beautiful ball. He does. With those gigantic hands. And Judy, uh, it's going to be exciting. I it think is. Finally see what Judy can be. And it might oh. go bad. It might go bad. But Why? Why? How? What do you mean by that? I think with Judy, the, when you look at wide receivers that have been drafted over the past two, three years in the first two rounds, the large majority has been um, phenomenally productive. Of course, there's Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and like the extreme outlier examples, but even like a Brandon Ayuk for San Francisco uh, was drafted way later than Judy was not viewed in in the same realm as Judy. um, And it's just looked a lot better in a much better situation. Granted, I'm not hard out on Judy, but I'm a little concerned. I think there have been, yeah, legitimate there's, whispers maybe about him struggling there, to pick up playbooks and whatnot. And uh, now there aren't any excuses. I'm excited to see what it is. There's no Justin Jefferson on this team. 
I think Judy could be that. Judy could be that. Here's what I mean by that. What I mean by that, uh, Jake, is like this offense is going to be more Steelers in the sense of like, oh, Claypool had the big day. And then um, uh, Juju had the day. And then who's the third guy? uh, Kevin Johnson. Yeah. uh, Who's a good player had a couple days this season. So I think it's going to be more of that rather than this team relying on one guy to go get him 100 catches. I think we're going to see more guy, more, more, more likely like all three of those guys have 75 catches ish each. And then Hamler has like and Hamler 30 has about thirty or forty yards per reception. Yeah, totally. And then um, I think the, like the tight end game will look and feel different. I'm think wondering if like he's the best tight end they had um, for a minute or two. He was the saint. He was with everywhere. Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham for everyone, a minute. Okay, everyone yeah. talks about Jimmy Graham, but he's totally just a pass catcher. He can't block a lick. He is, and he's not. He's a. He wasn't utilized well by Russell Wilson. I think there's so many examples of Russell Wilson taking no-name tight ends. Jacob Bob yes. Meyer, Will Disley, Disley, who just got paid yes, by yes, the Seahawks, yes. taking no-name tight ends. And I no think Albert Tull- might be a talent, more talented than any of those guys. Oh, definitely. But like they had a washed-up Jimmy Graham who was well past his prime. What has he done since leaving New Orleans in any of his stops? Nothing. Like yeah. I just... And also, I don't think Wilson did the best job of elevating him, but like Luke Wilson, all throughout the years, you can look at, and I'm definitely He's forgetting some guy, guys' man. names. Well, he, those are guys, just guys. They're those are just human bodies at the position. You and know? then they worked with Wilson, and not that, and people they, have talked about it a lot, and it's accurate. He doesn't utilize his tight ends a ton, but he does elevate them. Even they, though the production's not there, he takes nobodies and makes them decent. I love the idea of drafting a tight end in the third or fourth round this year for one, and then don't forget this Tomlinson cat who's supposed to be like one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, so... You know, all of a sudden you go from, oh, uh, people, I hear people like, yeah, that loss of Fant, man, that's a tough one. I'm like, what? Okay. I mean, like, all right. I was out playing Fant for a lot of I last agree. year. I agree. And, and I like him better. What's up? Sorry. We got a text from our guy, F. Lewis. He says, Zach is a great seasoning to sprinkle facts into performance art. You make <laughs> a great team. There we go. Uh, thanks, F. Lewis. Uh, appreciate it. And do you know F. Lewis is um. He's uh, a veteran listener of the show. Yeah, and so, he's hit me up on Twitter a few times. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like that he's Absolutely. on Twitter because he's like, you know, from a generation a little bit older than mine, me, you know. Keeps me honest. Yeah. He's on TikTok, too. What? He's on no. I don't know if he's doing videos, but he he's he at on t- I'm not even on TikTok. Has a TikTok. How do you know he's on TikTok? Well, he's mentioned it on the text line. He's, he mentioned TikToks on the text line. Shout before. out you, F. Lewis. Dang. TikTok, you don't stop. We knock boots till six o'clock because we will play that one on the other side. You know it? Sounds familiar. Well, I guess we all know it on the other side. So, what do you have for music right now for us? Who is this? Weekend? Weekend. On a weekday? You know he's feeling it. Look yeah. at that ponytail. Zach, what do you think about Jake's ponytail today? I, I, I told you I like it. It Dang. looks good. I came at first thing I said. I was like, I knew Danny was going to give you a hard time for it, but it's a good Not look. a hard time. What, you, what, you know that little hanging thing he has right here? Yeah. What would you call that? I'd call it uh, a signifying trait of the main character in an anime. Ooh, <laughs> yes. hey, oh, 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 oh. oh. Do you know what we call him on this show? On three. One, two, three. Tendrils. Tendrils. <laughs> Tendrils. Woo! What do you think about that? I like it. It's sexy. Work tendrils into your article here. Uh, Danny Williams, Zach Seegers, and our guy, um, Ponyboy. Back on their side. It's Molly Sports.
on your mind like only the Candyman can. Like a heavyweight champion, knocking them out another bow without a doubt. Once again, you can scream and shout when I rock the yes. bass. Yell out my name. This oh. is what you've been missing. Uh-huh. Listen to my heartbeat while I'm whispering. I know you're suffering. So sweet a Candyman, sweet nothing's hugging and tugging and loving, loving it all, having a ball. All y'all girlies next wow. to me talking sex to me. Right? We can't do that yet, but I bet we'll I like chill. It. Did I read the room right? We'll still end yeah. up knocking the yeah. boots. Ooh, boy, I love you so. Never, ever, ever gonna let you go. Once I get my hands on you. You know, uh, Jake and I do a nighttime show. It's called what, Jake? Between the Sheets. Between the Sheets. With I love it. Danny and Jake. It's on Cozy. Um, but we play stuff like this usually. Talk about, like, wine and cheese and romance. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we're not gay or anything. It's not per se. Yeah, per se. No, um, you no know. I, I've always known you guys are bi. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, we're try. We will try anything. So anything once. Anything once. Um, can you edit all that out of the podcast, please? Thank you. <laughs> uh, no. So Zach's like, I'm out of here. No. Uh, he he's you know college at CU. He's you know those parties. Yeah, I, I've I, no, no problem here. They get weird. Um, so what kind of, um, you know, when you're at a party on campus, are you leaning back on the wall, drinking a beer, surveying the room? You got like the beer pong going, um, you, what are you doing? Are you doing keg stands? What's, what's your, what, what's your scene? Like? I'm a beer pong guy. I'm a game guy. I, I'm, a, I'm a competitive person. Yes. I like to play the games. A little uh, beanbag toss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I'm actually, go. I think I'm going to hit the bars with some friends tonight, play some pool, uh, shoot too. some pool. That's uh, always fun. Uh, me too. What time what, what should I meet you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Come up to Boulder. And everyone was like, who's your uncle? And I'll yeah. be like, I'm his uncle, Uncle Danny. Just supervising, just to chaperone. No, man, I'm a grad student. Ow! Let's go buffs. Sco yeah, buffs right. is what I mean. Is that how you? Yeah, sco buffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're blending in perfectly. Yes. Yeah. Meet you guys at the hill later. Is that still a thing? Yeah, but all the bars like we're gonna go. You gotta go to the the. If you want to go to the trendy ones, you go to like Pearl. But there's some there's some good ones on Pearl that are like Loki, like Pearl Street Pub. Hey, if yeah. anyone wants to buy me a drink and play yes. some pool tonight, Pearl Street Pub tonight. Boom. Okay. Broncos final, fan meetup. Final question: Do you know any college college chicks who happen to be into dudes with babies, married dudes with babies? Is there any? Do you know any? Like, is there? Forum, a forum for that that you know of? Yeah, most a of disc- them are looking you, for financial incentives. Though. Do you have? Is there a Discord that you know of? <laughs> Discord? I don't know. Though, I don't know if those types are on Discord, but uh, they're not, also not difficult to track. Them. Okay, well, can you lead them to my OnlyFans then? No problem. Least? Okay, no problem. Uh, where were we? Um, talk about sports real quick. What do you What do you got on your on your plate? What do you What What's on your mind right now? Not just Man. the draft stuff, but like other. Are you feeling the same? way about Russell as like hey we might have seen his best years or have you you know now that we got a little bit more information now that we saw him throw the ball to Jerry Judy on the Twitter are you feeling like greatness is about to play out I think well I think it's both I think he's still a great quarterback I think he's still a top 10 quarterback um, I think he could still be a top five quarterback but I also do think we have seen the very best of Russell Wilson probably um 
with that said, I think a lot of Russell Wilson, and he's a great quarterback. I think this often gets viewed as like an insult of the quarterback, and I really don't think that's the case with Russ. But he works best with a great run game. And Seattle has not had that for a long time. I think that's a bigger factor than the offensive line um, because it allows, uh, uh, when you don't have a weak, or I mean, when you have a weak run game, it allows the defenses to sit back, play deep coverage, and, and take away Russell Wilson's greatest strength. With Javante yeah. Williams in this Broncos backfield, teams aren't going to be able to do that, and I think we could see a return to form. I keep going back to this, and I think it's powerful. And I think it's one of the reasons why Russell Wilson is not in Seattle anymore. But in his 10 seasons there, okay, in his 10 seasons there, one time was he a top 10 passing attempts guy in the league. Mm-hmm. That season, he led the NFL in touchdown passes. I mean, that's a quantity to quantity thing. I know, but I'm just saying, like, say he's a top five passing attempts guy in the league this year for the Broncos. He's going to throw 35 touchdowns. He's probably going to run for three or four more, and he might even push 40 passing touchdowns. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, statistically, I'd be curious what the 2022 season looked like. Okay, I think actually the 2022. Uh, yeah, One. the 2020 season is a great example. Um, two years ago, okay. where you had through six, seven weeks of the year, Russell Wilson is the leading MVP candidate, the favorite. He's the first half of the season, away. he was totally the MVP. And he's on pace to throw like insane yard. I think it was like 6,500 yeah. yards or something like that. Like just out of his mind. And then teams realized, oh, if we take away the deep thing, they can't attack us otherwise. And and that was it. Now, let's say a, a team tries to play Damn. Russell Wilson that way, and that's how teams have been playing uh, the Seahawks since that epiphany. If the Bron- if defenses try to play the Broncos that way, you hand it off to Javante Williams, and Javante Williams goes for two hundred yards on that team. Like it's 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 uh, Javante Williams is one of the closer things we've seen to Marshawn Lynch since Marshawn Lynch's retirement. I'd say it's him and Javante Damn. Williams. He's thrown. I mean, Nick Chubb. He's thrown at least thirty touchdowns five times. And uh, again, he wasn't a top 10 passing attempts guy in the league. That's powerful to me. That's very powerful to me. And I think, listen, he's never been a 5,000-yard passing guy. He's uh, only one, two, three, four times since he's been a 4,000-yard passer. And like we said, he has 292 touchdowns. We know that, right? Yeah. I think he believes he should have 392 touchdown passes. And I think he thinks he should have thrown for 5,000 yards five times. And I think I he thinks he could throw for 40 touchdowns every season. And do you know what? I believe he could have. He could. I think, like, in a different offense, he's absolutely capable of doing that kind of stuff. He can. I just don't think that's the best offense, the best version of Russell Well, we Wilson. don't know, though. How do I we know we, that? Because we've seen them do the let Russ cook thing in 2020 and 2021. You brought up 2020. His 2020, they were 12-4, and four, bro. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's played the the you know last was not as good the second half, half of the season. Of the season. Well, I mean, like again, Once it's... teams made that pivot. And to your point about the the touchdowns, he also had way more interceptions that he had thirteen interceptions that year. Yeah, but he threw forty That's touchdowns, d- double what he's had. Any season since 2018. Mm, I mean, like, that's a kind of a small number, especially when you're throwing touchdown passes at 13. that rate. In 2020, I think Drew Locke led the league with 15 or 16. Which yeah, is but he only had more. 15 passing touchdowns, too. No, I hear you. The, the touchdowns it, matter a lot, but you want to, like... It's still like a 3-to-1 ratio better then. That's great. Yeah, but I think it's like you're getting diminishing returns on Russell Wilson with the quantity thing. Uh, I disagree. I think, for one, we're not certain of that. I don't know what he'll look like in a Hackett offense. 
And I don't think uh, we do either. I think we're acting like we do. Pete Carroll runs a certain offense. His defense plays a certain way. And, you know, collectively, that's what Russell Wilson has. The player they that brought, he... They brought in Shane Waldron from that Shanahan-style tree this year from, from McVay um, to be their OC. And it was a disaster. And Russell it, Wilson didn't play well. A disaster? He had 25 touchdowns against six picks. That's Relative a disaster. disaster for Wilson. Relative disaster for Wilson. This last year was one of the worst years of his career. You called it a disaster. That's uh, way better than any season Teddy Bridgewater's ever had in his career. Certainly. And almost 25 for six for Teddy is a miracle. 25 and six for uh, 20, no, 25 Tom Brady for six is, is like, a disappointing season. Mm, well, for Brady, but 25 and, and Wilson, six. Wilson's closer to Brady than he is to I agree, Bridgewater. I agree. And but 25 and six is like, again, for, he missed three games. 25 and six. Um, and then was hurt, you know, did not look the same when he returned, is basically um, like that's a Kirk Cousins season. That is a, a Derek Carr season. And if I told you Russell Wilson played like Kirk Cousins, are you thrilled? No, I'm saying he there's three games short. So if he would have just played in the three game, three more games, he'd be around 31 touchdowns, you know, seven or eight picks, um, and probably about 38 or, you know, 100 yards in a season for a team that was no, really no good. Yet they went out there and kind of other than what happened down the stretch of the season, you know, weren't competitive. He's special. And when did Russ Wilson look best? Down the stretch of the season when Rashad Penny was running over the NFL. Uh, I think he's a bust, actually. I think he's had a... He is a bust, but that's when Wilson looked his best in 2021. Well, like any quarterback's going to look great when they got a horse like that. Rashad Penny? I mean, a running back playing at a high level. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And it's vice versa. Fournette's not... Only kind of works there because of who and what they are. Fournette and like any other offense is not doing that kind of stuff. Hundred percent. You know? Yeah, yeah. Zach, good stuff, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Uh let's come back on the other side. 1015, we're gonna do role play. What's going on out there? Tell me. Geese fight. Goose fight. Oh, look, can you see it? Oh get him. shoot, there's a goose fight? Outside yes. the window. Uh, he must have <laughs> He must have said something about Jada. They walked away. They they called it quits. Uh, back on the other side, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Uh, we got Danny, we got Jake, and we got Zach. It's Sports. Good